Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Greetings, adult children of adult children. The following podcast is not real. It's simply grown men sitting around a budget-conscious microphone. But it is part of the trachea spider, rather the earwolf network. And somehow, against all reason, it continues to be sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you send your care package to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642, care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogsface, Land of Foon, the tireless friends at Cards Against Humanity will drive your package over to the Burger King and shove it through the dimensional portal for Arnie, Chunt, and Usador to enjoy. Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. A year and a few months back, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the fantastical, magical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast. I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, my co-hosts that are always going to be my co-hosts, that are always going to be here and aren't going to die, my co-host, Chunt, the Talking Badger. Hello. Hey, Chunt. How you doing, buddy? You're looking a little... Um, I'm feeling a little sick. Yeah. I, he... I stuck a stick where my arm used to be, <laughs> and no. I said I had a, fare... I had a hurt. farewell to my arm. Oh. <laughs> so, Chunt, last week, your arm just fell off. Well... It either fell off or you ripped it off when I asked you to scratch my sh- my shoulder. No, I was barely touching it. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> I, so, I guess your curse that is going to take your life is heightened into its final stages. Uh, I think it's working pretty fast. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and put out into the world maybe my... I'm, I'm going to cut straight to my Final Fantasy VII, just because I feel like seven's usually the best sure. fantasy to have. Your yeah. seventh one, it's lucky. Your Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII. So, um, a lot of people like 10. 
I've heard that. I don't know if I'll make it to 10, so I'm just going to go ahead and skip 3, 4, 5, 6, and go straight to 7. So my Final Fantasy 7 is twofold. Mm-hmm. One, um, I would ask the people of Earth to remember me by um, that they someone makes a tapestry of my life, of my mm-hmm. beginning to the, the bookends of the animals I've been. I ask that someone please make that tapestry. So this is a sexual tapestry, isn't it? It doesn't have to be. It's uh, just all tapestries somewhat sexual. Well, well, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, are there any non-sexual achievements or parts of your life that you want people to put in the tapestry, or is uh, that just going to get in the way? I mean, I'm more than just sexual activity. No, I know, but what? But like, I'm proud of what ev- are you? Every animal I've become mm-hmm. or thing I've become, I'm proud of, and I want. I have my tapestry in in my room and. Truth be told, I planned on giving that to you, Arnie. Oh. But I wanted the people of Earth to have one as well to sure. to remember me by. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I just hope someone is willing to take on that task. Sure. <laughs> and I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakus. The elves know me as Feline Zelic. The dwarves know me as Zodan and Hugstanges. And... I am known in the Northeast as Gasmoinius Maester, and there may be other secret names you do not. And the second part of my Final Fantasy is that Final I, Fantasy Seven Part, part two. two is that I maybe want to use my sperm. Whoa! The one I carry in a vial around my neck. I yeah. thought if I'm going to pass away, yeah. I might as well leave behind someone who can carry forth my legacy. Load it up and let it fly. It's been a while since we've talked about. The, sp- the sperm you keep in a vial around your neck. Isn't that a shame? Yeah. So, remind me how that works. Like, you... It's one sperm. Mm-hmm. I put it inside my... You take it out of the vial. whenever I'm ready. Shove it back in your thing. I don't shove it. That would hurt. But I put it in my genitals. And What is I'm, that process like? I am sure you can imagine. I kind of can't. Well, I hold my genitals in, in uh-huh. now my right hand. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm clearly going to need help. Putting the sperm in right. because you're not uh, going to be able to do it by I have, yourself. I have a little stick hand. Oh um, no! You're going to need help. Can't you? Can't you uh, speak to someone in the Badger Kingdom to get to them to make you a, a better Badger arm? I, w- I would. But oh, I thought you were just going to have him ask someone in the Badger Kingdom to help him either hold your penis or shove the sperm. Well, Arnie, why, to be fair, why does your brain always go there? No, I was asking a simple question: if a Badger Forge. And a badger blacksmith are going to make you a mechanical badger arm. You freak. My question was totally reasonable. Thank you, Usador. I have asked them to see if they can find some sort of uh, contraption that opens and closes so I can have full function of both my arms. Sure. But, uh, Arnie, I, you are a knight in badger service, and I do require you to help me insert my sperm if it ever comes to that. I don't know which task I would prefer. Holding or poking oh. in. But it's very dependent on if I meet the right uh, man or woman. Sure. I mean, I guess it has to be a woman if I'm going <laughs> to impregnate her. But, uh, Can men get pregnant in Thune? Are there, are there species on Thune where the males carry the children? There's one. Seahorses. Oh, yeah. Do they have seahorses on Earth? They do, and it, it sounds like they're similar. Ah, so you can ride them upon the waves just like you would a horse <laughs> upon the land. Okay, sorry. I spoke too soon. Not that similar. What no. are seahorses on your world? They're just little, they're little, they're little vaguely horse-looking aquatic fish creatures. Yeah, no, no, these, these are like, they're horses, but they sort of have like, instead of legs, they have like a bunch of little uh, cilia that, that uh-huh. let them co- coast across the water. 
They're, it's really fun. By, do they have names? Oh, some of them have names, yes. Yeah. I rode a seahorse once called uh, a Seaword. Seaword? Yeah, <laughs> and mine was called Jeski. Jeski? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I he like went, that better than Seaword. He went real fast. You well, don't so, like Seaword? I don't like the Seaword. So, so Chun, are you going to, if you're going to do this, mm-hmm. I want to help. Uh, yeah, I've already ordered you to help. Well, look, you can't order me. Well, how did you mean you want to help? I want to help you. I mean, look, whatever it takes. If you feel like your Final Fantasy VII Part Two is to have someone help you poke your sperm back into your penis mm-hmm. and then use that one sperm to impregnate some other creature mm-hmm. uh, to have offspring, mm-hmm. to have a child before you die of this curse, mm-hmm. I will help. Thank you. I will hold. I will poke. I will wingman. I will do whatever, whatever you need. Thank you. You're a true friend. Of course. I need to find the love of my life, and life is short. Well, you can do it. We'll, we'll figure it out. You're not going to die. We're going to figure all this stuff out. All I have to do is find a slipper as pure as gold, whatever the fuck that means. Who's your guest today? Arthur? Oh, that's right. Let's have a happier conversation. We're going to talk to our guest. He's a dancer. His name, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced this, his name is Josh Swollen Sword? That's right. Yeah, my name's Josh. You guys can just call me Josh. Yeah. Sure, Josh. Yeah, I come from a long line of... Long line of swollen swords, uh, swollen swords, and on my father's side, hard dicks on my mom's side. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> swollen so, swords on my yeah. Ah, that's a, my favorite expression. Yeah. Well, uh, Josh, how do you spell Josh? Uh, just J O S H. Oh, yeah, so yeah. like Josh. Uh, Josh. It's that's a weird. What's Josh? What that Josh. On Earth, we would we would pronounce that Josh. It's definitely Josh. Josh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's also a well known word in terms of like if you're joking with someone. Um, you say, like, I'm just joshing you. I'm huh. just joshing around. Yeah, people say that to me all the time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, is that short for anything? Nope. Nope. Yeah, just, just Josh. Just Josh. It's just Josh. So, okay, so Josh, you're a dancer. Yeah, I am a dancer of sorts. Uh, I, I didn't set out to be a dancer. I was uh, I was a mitten star in high school. I don't know if Ooh, you guys heard. wow. Yeah, I was oh. all foon. Uh, but I did, I threw out my hip during a game. Oh uh, yeah! So you just hip, you just reached ooh. in, grabbed it, and tossed it away. I was trying to distract somebody. They're about to catch a bird. <laughs> Go fetch! So yeah. Uh, yeah, threw my hip out, and I needed a uh, hip replacement. But yeah. I went to a goblin doctor. Ooh! So as you guys know, you know goblins are very good dancers. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he gave me a goblin hip. So, ooh! Uh, so yes, yeah, so now I dance very, very well. But I wow. cannot, cannot play mittens anymore. Oh, so, wow. that's yeah. that's a, a an amazing tale, Josh. Uh, but you said you were a dancer. Of he has a tail. I, I actually do have a tail. Oh, oh wow! That is an amazing that helps tail. With the dancing. Wow! Yeah. Let's compare. What do you think? I win. Yeah, you do. Did you you mentioned that you are a dancer of sorts? What do you mean by yeah. of sorts? Well, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I'll be honest. I I mostly do bachelor bachelorette parties, uh, uh, weddings. Oh, funerals, you know. oh, yeah. uh, da- funeral dancers? Yeah. Well, as, you know, as you know, once you uh, once you eat the food off of the body at a funeral, you know. Mm-hmm. People want to celebrate, and the best funerals have have uh, you know sexual activities involved. So oh, yeah. my job is kind of li- liven the night up. You know, I start dancing. Uh, you know, I actually when when I do those, I prefer to be uh, called a hypnotist because I hypnotize people with my hips. Oh, sure. yeah, with my wow. goblin hips. Yeah. yeah, So, so you know, I try to get people in kind of a sexual frenzy. Uh, you know, sure. yeah, incite some sexual. Yeah, when a baby dies, the best thing to do is to incite a sexual frenzy because people are like, let's make another, <laughs> make another baby round oh, two. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. Josh. So I guess I'm trying to get a sense of what kind of dancing you do. It sounds like it's kind of erotic. 
You could say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I do like a uh, specialty of mine is lap dancing, uh-huh. per se. So that, in that, uh, someone would sit on my lap <laughs> and I would dance underneath them oh. for some time. Yeah. Wow, sounds erotic. Classic Classic lap dance. Do you, go ahead and give, here's, here's a couple gold pieces. Go give Arnie a lap dance. Oh, that's okay. Arnie, come over to him. No, I'm all right. I, I'm pre- you know what? Chunt Chun, uh, needs some cheering up. Oh, I'll take one. Here we go. Let me get out of my seat. And I'm sitting on you. All right, here we go. Whoa, I can tell something's pretty wide, but I don't want to talk about girth stuff. <laughs> what do you think of that, huh? How about that? That's that's a wide wow. member. How's the dance? The dance is very interesting. Like, you don't have a lot of room to move under there, but you're really... No, but I, but I you know, as, as you know, goblins... I mean, they can move most parts of their body much yeah. faster and much more rapidly, almost a vibration of sorts. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, this whole area of my body just you know moves in ways you guys can't even probably imagine. I mean, you can because you're right on. Yeah, I'm that feel? feeling it. This is amazing. <laughs> Josh, why did you decide to go to a goblin doctor, not a human doctor? Oh, it wasn't by choice. Or a witch yeah. doctor. Uh, witch I, doctor? I would have loved to have gone to a witch doctor. The witch doctor. Witch doctor? What doctor? Who? On first? Third base. Uh, my parents had an HMO. Uh-huh. So, what's an HMO? Uh, you cannot have a human doctor. <laughs> H- HMO stands for humans? Question mark? Monsters only? Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you had to go. So you had to go to a goblin. Had to go to goblin. I mean, there honestly, could have been other monsters, but it could have been far worse. Yeah. Exactly. And honestly, you know, if I had to do it again, I definitely do. Do the same thing. I sure. Mean, you know, I changed I, your I, life. Yeah, changed my life, and now I change other people's lives. You know. Now, uh, what is the worst kind of monster doctor? Got to be a smorp, right? Smorp. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Doctor Smorp. You ever had a smorperation? Yeah. Smorperation. Yeah. That's terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it sounds awful. Yeah. Anytime they go to like pull something out of you, you start buzzing, and it's awful. Oh. You gosh. make a little. You make a little sound. But they're real small. I guess they could do like smorposcopic surgery and just kind of get in there. If you say so. So I'm sorry. Enough talking about monster doctors. So it changed your life, and you've embraced the exotic dancing lifestyle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, especially here in, here in Foon, I don't know what it's like on Earth, but, you know, weddings, funerals, all, all these things, they tend to go better if there is a little flair for the erotic. Sure. The occasion, you know? Yeah. So uh, I, li- I just like to think, you know, if I'm at a child funeral... Uh-huh. If I can put an erection on one person's face, uh-huh. then I've done my job. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> so, you don't have that on Earth? No, I'm just... Makes sense to me. So, do, who's yeah, erect? I, you, you must forgive Arnold. He's he's foreign. He does not understand our ways. And, and, and frankly, he's probably a little bit... He's probably a little bit prejudiced against you because of your bluish gray skin. Oh, that's right. And my skin. I'm so sorry. I, I think it's unfair. Oh, this is the dark lord. The dark yes. lord. Yes, I'm yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah, no, it's all right. You know, it's fine. I, I think it's very becoming. Yeah. Thank Noth- you. Nothing wrong with being gray. Thanks. Yeah, you know, I, I, do, uh, I do lay out. I do lay out to let it, let it just get a little bit more blue than gray. Yeah, sure. yes. You, you want to you wanna brighten up that blue by getting... Yeah, well, look at these. Look at these lines. You know, check these out. Oh yes. Oh, Whoa! Oh, damn yeah. gray under there. Yeah. Real gray under there. Yeah. yeah. Sea foam. That's the color I'd call that. What that's kind? the word I should have said earlier too. What kind of physical upkeep do you have to do to keep yourself in dancer shape? Oh, I got. I got to keep it tight. 
Yeah. Got to keep it tight. So I carry, carry a lot of barrels. Uh, yeah. Barrels filled with various items. Sure. Uh, generally uh, semi-viscous yeah. uh, mm. materials because, you know, those slosh around. It's harder. It's, it's a better yeah. form of weight training. Yeah. You want my full regiment. Yeah, I do. Seven days a week, arms and chest. Yeah. And then also seven days a week, uh, back and legs. Okay, so, so yeah. you wow. could have just said seven days a week. Everything all the time. <laughs> but it's not as impressive. Everything every day. I hear he also, I hear some exotic dancers do a uh, C90 sex routine. C90 sex. They do, sex. yeah. That's become, that, you know, that's really swept through the community. They go by the beach, by the sea, and they have, uh, they try and have sex 90 times a month, and it helps shed pounds and tighten. Wow. Yeah, and makes people it, who do it, they talk about it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or another option is just insanity. Just where go, you just crazy? go so crazy that you get, you just get in shape from being crazy. That sounds like yes. insanity. That yeah. sounds right. That yeah. sounds right to me. Yeah. Uh, now, Josh, uh, what's your life like when you're not dancing? Are you married? Do you do you, do you travel a lot? Are you sort of based in a single location? Uh, well, I, you know, I have been married a couple times. Oh, oh um, yeah, three different children, all oh. deceased. Uh, so sorry. No, no, it's fine. So you're no longer married. You've you've moved on. No, you know my lifestyle's tough. You know it's, it's yes. tough for people to keep up with me. You know, and and uh, it tends to lend you a lot of jealousy. You know, oh, sure. So, so people are trapped between a rock and a hard dick. Absolutely. absolutely. You know that's what my four four mothers used to say. That's four mother's mothers. Side. Well, yeah, because on my mother's side, that's where the hard dick. Oh, from, yeah. I see. Yeah. So, Did you ever think about hyphenating? I have. Yeah, just going with uh, Josh Hard Dick Swollen Sword. Yeah. 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 It's just a mouthful. That's true. You know what? We should take a break. <laughs> we should take a break. Whew. I gotta get, I gotta get some some wet in my mouth. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. I will... Ooh, oh, I'm getting a message from the resident stone. Make sure it's on, okay? Okay, I'm cool. Uh, just everybody. play everybody. Be cool. Be cool. What are you, you, were, were you going <laughs> fast, or what was going on? I don't know. Did you, were you glittering? I, yeah, I threw out, what uh, were you doing with our, the wine casks? Well, yeah, what are you doing with the wine casks? We were done with them, so I threw them off the wagon. All right, just play cool, all right? All right. State your name and your business. 
Oh, what? Let me start. Wait. I Hold am on. Usador, wizard what of the twelfth the... realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical Bien light, yelling. devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hukstangis. And I am known in the northeast oh, of Gasmanius Maystar. And I here upon Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Foon, have found your littering to be unacceptable. Fiang Yalak, it's us. Oh. It's Otak. Otak, crumb, flower. Uh, good to see you all. Uh, but you were littering. Is this your job? Citizen's arrest? Why are you here? I am the protector of Foon from crimes both great as the Dark Lord who doth permeate every second and every molecule of the air around us all the way down to the little stuff. Because if you let the little stuff go, then... You know, everyone thinks they can just get away with whatever the hell they want. Did you just want to hang out? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, how is the quest going? It's going well. I would say, I, well, probably, so good. Probably not enough <laughs> so magic. Good. Probably, like, some magic would help. There's, There's been times where we thought we could use magic to overcome an obstacle, but then, oh. but then we work together. And we figure out we don't need magic. Yeah, with we... each of our Oh, skill is this sets. some is crap it? where friendship is just as good as magic? That's it. Grimhoff, we're out of here. <laughs> you star. Good luck, suckers, on your idiot quest for jerks. Oh, yeah, he took that well. Yeah, well we thought. made a he good decision well. not to bring him, I think. Sorry if I was overstepping my bounds. I, I figured no. he'd blow it up anyways. Yeah, no, you were right. So I can never tell when something's a compliment or a nice thing to say because of he just got so upset. We, uh, uh, yeah. we were, uh, it's very dark. I, I was hoping I could camp with you overnight, even though I called you a bunch of idiot jerks just a second ago. Let's just throw up a camp. Tell some stories. Usador, Flower and I see a really good rage counselor, and I just wonder if maybe you're interested. I do not know what you are talking about! <laughs> What that? So wait, that? How were you there? What? How were you in that communique from Otak and Flower and Crom? Well, I I was traveling on Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Foon. Yes, that's correct. So these 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 resonance stone messages we're getting have didn't happen just now. Sometimes there's a delay. Oh, I see. Maybe they're on the other side of a mountain or something. Boy, they must be traveling very slowly if you're just off there saying hi to them. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? So Josh. Like, do, do you feel like people judge you for being an exotic dancer? I think people do, you know, uh-huh. and, and people, you know, take liberties. Uh, uh, you know, people see an erotic dancer, they hire one, you know, they think like, oh, I can do whatever I want. You know, I mean, you guys were talking about seahorses earlier. I got hired by a bachelor party of seahorses, uh-huh. and they got crazy. You know, they were touchy. You know, yeah. They were real touchy. And, uh, and you know, that, that kind of bothers me, but... You know, I, I find that I face as much, you know, discrimination based on my blue-gray skin sure. as I do based on, you know, the size of size of my pelvis, size of my hips, you know. Uh-huh. So it, it's tough, but when you're dancing at a funeral and you're surrounded by the family members of a person who died. Sure. The funerals, really, you really focus on the funerals. You, you mentioned a lot of different occasions that you dance for, but it really is. Are the funerals really your passion? Well, I, I, you know, I, at first they weren't. Yeah. But I was getting hired to do them all the time. At a certain point, I was like, you know what? This is the day job. Let's make it. Let's make it great. Yeah. You know. Let's make. If you it love great. what you do, and, you never work a day in your life. And when you okay. think about it, 
Those other occasions are already happy occasions. Great times to be dancing. But to bring joy to people at their loved one's funeral. Mm -hmm. That is a special gift. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. You know, you're, you start dancing, you start a lap dance. And the father of whoever died is right there on your lap. And you're just looking him right in the eyes. And, and he's crying, but he's also smiling. Yeah. Can I get you a mead or something to drink? Oh, I would love a mead. Yeah, mead would be great. Anyone else need anything? Uh, I'll take a King's Juice. I'll just have a water. All right. Just water? Yeah, just water. Don't you want to be happy? (laughs) No, I just... I don't know. I've just been drinking less, basically. I'm trying to get in shape. (laughs) Okay. And I figure I will cut cut alcohol out, but I will change no other part of my lifestyle. All right. I'll... Okay. Yeah, at a funeral, usually you, you want to, for the father of the child, you usually want to save the last dance. So, Josh, like, you've been married, it, it didn't work out. Like, what does the future hold for you? Well, you know, I, I would love to get back into mittens if I could. Sure. Uh, what about your hip makes you not able to play mittens? Well, it just, I can't, if I get excited. Sure. The vibration starts, you yeah. know, and I can't really control the direction I'm going. Just not useful on the mittens, you know, mittens field. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't control the direction you're going, that's got to be bad in any sport. It's bad in, in sports and just in life in general. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Like, if you think about it, like metaphorically, if you, you can't control where you're going. You can't. And see, that's what I told myself a long time ago. And that's why I decided whatever the day is, that's the dream. Yeah. The dream is the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mittens and dancing, like you're a very physical person, it seems like. Oh, yeah. But what? Maybe this is too big of a question like what happens when you get older oh boy wow uh i never thought about that way to make a grown man cry i, right? I no i mean i guess i was just trying to wish someone a, could give me a lap dance right now oh chunt what let him sit on your lap and come here me. big boy <laughs> papi papi chunty <laughs> Puppy veggie, Mickey Lappy, Lappy Dancy. This looks fun. Here are your drinks. Oh, uh, don't oh, mind me. Yeah. Can I ask you, um, Josh, would you do me the honors of exotically dancing at my funeral? Absolutely. John, you're, that not gonna, would, you're not going to die. We're going to figure this out. I have one arm that's a stick. Things aren't great. Yeah. Josh... Since you spend so much time at funerals, have you, and again, this is a big question, and I hesitate to ask it, but have you ever thought about what you want at your funeral? Oh, man. Oh, no. Here we go. Wow. You're really cutting me to the core here. Oh, sorry, Josh. You know, if I had to, if I had to have something, I guess that I'd want my children back, really. But oh, I can't sure. have that for sure. Yeah. Way to go, Arnie. Gosh, there's a lot of pain in this the story of this erotic dancer well it's all right you know each day you know each day you just gotta live it who would have thought that an erotic dancer would have a difficult life i just imagine that every erotic dancer has a really like hey, here, sunny I'll, I'll story just, i'll just keep throwing money at him maybe that'll help <laughs> oh this is this helps a lot coin 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 you know who's it's, it's like who's gonna put an erection on my face you know yeah. I, you know that's that's what i do for other people but who's gonna do that for me at my funeral boy oh boy i guess what i'd really like is for uh the goblins, do- the goblin doctor to be there. Yeah, you know who did the operation to me, and I'd like for him to be proud of me mm. because I know for a fact my father's not. I've received a lot of angry letters from him. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that must be hard. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, it is. Look, <laughs> uh, it is hard. <laughs> wow. I was just checking. It yep. is so wide. So wide. 
Well, Josh, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your erotic dancing with us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And I'm sorry if I kind of brought you down a little bit with some of my questions, but maybe we can cheer you up. We've gotten a bunch of care packages. People have been shoving things through the dimensional portal uh, behind the Vermilion Minotaur. We should go through some of this stuff. Chun, what are some of the, what are some of this candy and stuff we got? Uh, this is something from Japan. This is from... Oh, Japan! Someone sent us stuff from Japan? Ikuo... Tet cheetah. A cheetah. It's from a, a cheetah named Ikio. Um And this is some sort of mm, burger box. I can't read any of this. Do you know this language? Uh, no, I don't. This is, I mean, I'm assuming it's Japanese. It's a bunch, it's like little, looks like little bur- candy burgers with flags in them. This seems very labor intensive. Wow, yeah. They're, they're, the instructions on the back for this candy is really the most elaborate I feel like I've gotten I've got putting together computers with instructions that were less your, complicated. Your candy has instructions on it? Yeah, look at this Usador. There's a little knife and a little Chevy. It's adorable but confusing. I'll use this knife for later. Oh no. Hey, let's look at the actual candy. Is there some kind of candy as well? Oh, there's also a package here from uh, this is from uh, Santa Trading Shinmichi Nishiku. From Japan as well. This is a different package. And this is little bottles of soda candy. We have vitamin CC lemon, a little orange with a smiley face, and a B going towards a lemon. I'm going to try the CC lemon. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like you should like try fox it. face good? Or oh, it's much better than fox good, face. Good. Here, here's one more large box, Arnold. Oh, great. Here, Yusuru, why don't you open it? All right. <clears throat> Let's see. I guess listening to eating is kind of like listening to dancing, huh? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, it comes with a letter. It says, May 4th, 2016. May the 4th be with you. Hmm. Dear Arnie Chanton Usador, Wizard of the 12th Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Trakas. The elves know him as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know him as Zonin and and he is also known in the Northeast as Gaspanius Maystar. And also other names I do not know. I am sending along these little guys in the hopes they can provide a distraction target for the Dark Lord so you can sneak up on him and defeat him. Or Gorgeous can play with them the next time Otox Questing Groups drops by. I included an eye patch, empty bottle, and handful of magic stones for realism. Spintox only got his pandanomicon because who even is he really? Good point. Death to the Dark Lord, and I guess life to Chunt, and a return home for Arnie. From Michelle McCasey. Oh, and look here. Look oh at my these, god, those are awesome. Look at these wonderful little it, s- simulations of myself and Spintax. They're li- yeah, they almost look like yeah, they're crafty little wizards. They almost look like 70s Christmas tree toppers. They're. I wish I could describe them better with words. They're kind of amazing. I'll try to take a picture and put it up. I'll, I'll tweet them or something this week. Very, very You can charming. follow me at Magic Tavern on Twitter. You can follow me at Usador the Blue. Or you can contact me by breathing directly into a glass cup. Collect that breath. I, that very bit of steam that doth escape thine lips. Collect it and watch it coalesce into a single drop. And then with that drop, put it ever so gently on top of a tiny grasshopper. And then ask the grasshopper to come and find me. 
You can also reach me at chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six T's. Or at Chunt with six T's on Twitter, but not for long, babies. Oh, no. And you can reach me at Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies is a real email address. Uh, we probably don't have time to read any emails, but I do want to bring up, you know, I've gotten a lot of emails. I know you said, or you hate frequently asked questions, uh, but we've gotten a lot of people have mentioned that we had the uh, Melchior, the keeper of the doom horn that plays at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. His job gives him immortality that Chunt, you should have tried to just take his job and you'd be immortal. Next time. Next time. I mean, I think he would have to voluntarily give up that job. He doesn't seem to be in any. He didn't seem eager to release that horn. Yeah. Do you even want that job? No. That job blows. Dances out. Josh, dances out. Josh. Dance, 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 dance. So erotic. We all have erections on our face. What a lot of pretending, and what a lot of laughing at each other's jokes. Just think, if masturbatory laughter were teaspoons of tequila, we'd have an entire Cinco de Mayo. Can eardrums cry? Well, ready your pontoon boat for the river of tears generated by Matt Young's tectonic performance as Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth, 25 seconds later. Chunt the Shapeshifter was played by Adel Rafai. This week he lost an arm. I wonder when he lost the urge to support other people's ideas. Josh Swollen Sword was played by special guest Lawrence Collard. Lawrence performs regularly with Tone at Chicago's I.O. Theater, as well as with Little Gary at CIC. Otak Barleyfoot was played by Nick Bear. Flower was played by Brooke Bright. And Crom the Fingarian was played by Mark Logston. Craig, I demand that you transport us to the bridge. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This one edited by Evan Jakover. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Or uh, go to our wiki. We have a wiki. It's linked to the you know the main page there. You know, if you go to hellofromthemagictavern.com, there's a wiki link. And if you ever have any questions about, you know, oh, what was Usador's name for the, the fairies? You know, it's probably on there. Or if it's not, please add it because, you know, we want to keep that up to date. So check that out. Also, we'll be doing a live show in Chicago on July 9th, uh, so watch the Magic Tavern Facebook page for more information on that and where to get tickets if you want to see it. So, Craig, what will you be wearing to the Final Fantasy Reference Appreciation Society parties happening across the globe tonight? I'll be wearing my gilded armor made out of irony. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.